1: you are listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Chua Tian with your market view. That today we are going to be talking about millionaires and where they're located in the world. Now, on that note, did you know that Singapore is the fifth richest city in the world and the second wealthiest in Asia, with nearly 250,000 millionaires? Well, according to a report by London-based investment migration firm Henley and Partners, that number is set to get even higher, with the country set to get. 2,800 more high net worth individuals this year. Now, the report also added that the country could see more of such individuals migrating over to set up family offices and headquarters. So why is this the case? What are some millionaire migration trends and how much money are they bringing with them? Now, for more, I'm joined by Scott Moore, Managing Director at Henley and Partners. Hi, Scott. How are you?
0: Great, Tian How are you?
1: Great. And Scott, before we start this interview proper, I appreciate if you could share with us more about Henley and Partners and the work that you do.
0: Certainly. So I'm a Managing Director for Henley and Partners. We're the global leaders in investment migration. The firm has been around for over 25 years. We have 40 offices. Uh, around the world and over 300 staff. So uh, anywhere where there's an investment migration program that is uh, valuable for our clients, we have an office on the ground that liaises directly with the government uh, to represent them. We only focus on residence and citizenship by investment programs. So only in the high net worth segment. And we also design these programs for governments around the world. So our government advisory work has raised over 10 billion US dollars in foreign direct investment.
1: Right, very exciting. And also at the same time, uh, Scott, give us a sense of the profile of the people you work with. How much money are they bringing with them? And are they looking to set up family offices or headquarters in another city?
0: Absolutely. The people we work with are business owners, executives, and families with multi-generational wealth. Uh, Business expansion to other markets is a a huge factor in our advisory services, and we help families and people from all around the world expand their businesses into new markets, including Asia, Europe, the Middle East and North America. Family offices are becoming an increasingly important uh, part of wealth generation and preservation. And the Singapore government is very proactive in capturing this investment potential for the country. And it's emerging as Asia's top wealth management center.
1: Well, before we look into where the millionaires are going, let's talk about which countries do individuals come from? Do you have a top three list and why are people from these countries looking to migrate?
0: So our top source market might surprise a lot of people. You may think that it's somebody from a developing country that would uh, use our services most, but actually the United States is our top source market. Now, Americans don't necessarily want to move themselves and their families overseas. What they want is a plan B perhaps an insurance policy for themselves and future generations. Our next largest markets are India and then China. And of course, it won't surprise listeners to hear that Russia is a growing market for us, given the situation currently.
1: All right. And the exciting question over here, where are they going to go? Which are the countries that are gaining millionaires and high net worth individuals at the fastest pace? And why is this the case?
0: Yeah, so we can look at this question actually in two ways. Uh, Previously, I mentioned that not all of our clients actually want to relocate. They're just investing in a country to get A plan B, maybe more mobility, but they want to stay where their businesses are and their families are. So the top programs uh, currently are the Portugal Golden Visa. It provides a a residence in Europe with a pathway towards citizenship, starting at an investment as low as €280,000. The next most popular option is St. Kitts and Nevis. This is a, a Commonwealth Caribbean country that offers a citizenship by investment programs so for a donation as starting at 150 thousand us dollars you can obtain a second passport in this country now it's important to keep in mind that not just anybody can avail of these programs the background checks are very vigorous and all these countries are very selective with whom they allow to invest where are the millionaires going so the uae has a record inflow of high net worth individuals in 2022 approximately 4,000 millionaires are expected to move to the country this year mostly from russia india africa and the middle east now prior to the pandemic the united arab emirates traditionally attracted around a thousand millionaires per year so this is a very significant jump secondly australia consistently attracts numbers of uh, high net worth individuals it's estimated that there's over 80,000 US dollar millionaires that have moved to the country within the past 20 years. In 2022, we have a rather modest inflow, although it's second on our list, a net increase of 3,500 millionaires. Now, this is comparing to 2018 when they had 12,200 millionaires uh, relocating to Australia. And the third on our list is Singapore. Now, Singapore is expecting a net flow of approximately, net inflow of approximately 2,800 high net worth individuals. You know, this really shows that Singapore is emerging as Asia's top wealth management center.
1: Sounds exciting. And before I get to Singapore, Scott, I just want to touch on uh, UAE and also Australia. Is there any reason why UAE is seeing such a huge boom and the number of people migrating, especially from Russia and India? And secondly, for Australia, any reasons for that slowdown?
0: The UAE has always focused on ease of doing business, as well as they have very Uh, minimal tax. In fact, there's no personal income tax and the corporate tax is very low. Uh, Because of this, they are gaining momentum as a very popular destination for high net worth individuals. Australia is a very attractive place geographically for high net worth individuals from Asia to migrate to. Uh, The slowdown can probably be mostly attributed to travel restrictions due to COVID. We do anticipate next year to be actually the largest year of millionaire migration in history.
1: Uh, If you're just tuning in, we are now speaking to Scott Moore, Managing Director at Henley & Partners. And uh, also, you mentioned that Singapore is an attractive location for high net worth individuals. So which type of individuals like to invest in Singapore and uh, what do they typically invest in?
0: So uh, Singapore is clearly the wealth management hub of Asia. Uh, and, you know, they focus on attracting not only high net worth individuals, but also uh, global multinational corporations to set up in Singapore. And we can look back to the forward thinking of the, the government in Singapore uh, back near the, the founding of the country. We can uh, look at when Hewlett Packard, one of the first huge multinationals to open office, to open a factory in Singapore. And the government was very forward thinking here. They gave them a tax incentive as a pioneer status. They did not have to pay taxes in Singapore for uh, the first few years of their business. Now, the government is using this model and reflecting it in terms of attracting high net worth individuals to the country. So the government is offering very attractive tax incentives to get people to move their money onshore to Singapore to start family offices and to hire local Singaporeans. Now, your question here was what type of individuals are investing in Singapore? And given that it's a, you know, now a global established wealth hub, It's business people from all around Southeast Asia, even all around the world uh, that want a stable place to store their money. But we can flip that question to what types of individuals is the government trying to attract to invest in Singapore? There's uh, an initiative by the Singapore government called the Global Investor Program. This is a fast track towards permanent residents in Singapore that is targeted at the absolute highest caliber business people in the world. And it's trying to attract them from certain industries to set up businesses in Singapore. And these industries would... Uh, really work in harmony with the current economy in Singapore.
1: And very quickly, which are those industries? I will presume manufacturing is one of them.
0: Absolutely. Manufacturing uh, is a huge part of the Singapore GDP. So we'd be looking at, uh, you know, uh, electronic manufacturing, anything to do with technology. Of course, also focusing on oil and gas and petrochemicals. Uh, That would be another large part of... Uh, the government's incentives to attract people here. And then, of course, really anything to do with uh, fintech.
1: Well, Scott, uh, this question on my mind for quite some time, I presume it would be on the mind of some of our listeners as well. Would you say that the gravity for Asian finance has slowly shifted from Hong Kong to Singapore?
0: Well, it's certainly true that some money has shifted from Hong Kong to Singapore, particularly in the private wealth space. Uh, It's not as significant as many listeners would think. Now, I know we've been seeing on the news lately uh, protests, very strict COVID lockdowns, but that does not change the fact that Hong Kong is and will always be the international gateway to China. It's certainly true that many expatriates have left Hong Kong. A lot of them have come to join us here in Singapore, but they will be replaced with others as the country country begins to reopen. Hong Kong will always be a vital gateway to China and its economic necessity and might will continue to grow.
1: Right, and I want to briefly touch on capital inflows, outflows too. And from China, what are some key trends you have observed and what can we expect going forward? An interesting
0: statistic for China, given that we're, we're talking about migration. Now, of course, this is uh, prior to COVID mobility restrictions being implemented. But China has more internal migrants than the entire world has migrants as a whole. So that's definitely a lot of money moving within China. Okay, But to your question, how's the capital outflows for China? And the Henley Private Wealth Migration Index clearly indicates that China is expecting a net loss of around 10,000 millionaires this year. Now, this may seem like a high figure, but it only equates to around 1% of the high net worth population now where are these people going to go we'd anticipate most likely they're going to be going to australia which is second on the inflow list of course here in singapore which is third on the inflow list we expect a lot of them to come here and of course canada where i'm from that would be uh another destination and always has been a destination for the the chinese now The general wealth growth of the country has been slowing in the past few years. So these recent outflows of high net worth individuals may be more damaging than in the past.
1: To what extent have the recent developments like a higher dollar interest rate hikes, recent geopolitical tensions, accelerated migration activities? And what are some notable trends that you think we should know of?
0: So let's start with uh, the war, of course. Uh, it's no surprise that Russia tops the uh, Wealth Migration Index list with an expected loss of 15,000 high net worth individuals in 2022. Ukraine is number five on our list, expecting to lose 2,800 high net worth individuals. Now, going to your question about uh, the strong dollar and exchange rates, this is actually created... Uh, a lot of opportunity for high net worth individuals focusing on the weak euro. So we're seeing an unprecedented increase in people uh, taking advantage of the the devalued euro to invest and obtain a second residence or citizenship in Europe. And there's a lot of people that are looking at opening business in Europe.
1: All right. And also uh, just one very quick last question I understand earlier we were chatting and you were talking about how Portugal is a, is a location that many millionaires are looking to go because it's a gateway to Europe. Tell us a little bit more about that.
0: So Portugal is a, a very attractive program, firstly, because the price. It starts as low as €280,000 in investment. And secondly, it provides a palatable pathway towards citizenship. So the individual needs to spend just seven days per year for five years pass a basic language exam, and then they can apply for the passport. Now, a lot of our clients in developing countries, they want to open doors for themselves and for their children. So getting this second passport in a stable, developed country is very important for them. Once you have a Portuguese passport, you can work and settle anywhere in the European Union, any of the 27 countries. And also it would give you visa-free access as a tourist, to top destinations such as US, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Japan.
1: Thank you very much. Uh, that was Scott Moore, Managing Director at Henley and Partners. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Thanks,
0: Tian. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation and risk tolerance.